podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club, and they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Because Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Well, welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. This is the voice of Jeremy Gillen, and it's a season of interviews. We have our, and we'll continue to collect the voices of Red Raider alumni and friends of the pod to chime in about their experiences as student-athletes, warriors, and believers in the Scarlet and Black. On today's episode, we're taking it to the gridiron, and to tackle this with me, that's terrible, we've got the producer extraordinaire, Dylan Smythe, with us. Dylan, chime in, man. Save me from my terrible pun. <laughs> But Jeremy, I'm not sure I'm much better. If you listen to our last podcast, it was the first podcast that I had done in like a month. I felt rusty, but it's time to knock that rust off because we got a very special guest this week. We do. Uh, It is no secret that Coach McGuire has been doing what he does best in recruiting, but who better to talk about that process than somebody who has been directly affected by it? Today we have on 2023 recruit Jake Strong, quarterback at Northwest High School, I think, uh, who just recently took his official visit to Lubbock. Jake, welcome to Tortillas and Takes. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about yourselves? Well, well enough. D- <laughs> Dylan, you doing well? Dylan heads off to Canada tomorrow, so he, he could be doing oh, wow. really yeah. well. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'm good, man. <laughs> uh, okay, Jake, I want to open up this up with a super simple question, my man. I don't know. I don't think enough people are talking about it. When you visited Lubbock, you tweeted out a, a picture uh, of you in front of a Corvette, I think. Uh, I'm not the really big car guy. Man, did you drive that thing, or what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, I did not drive it. Um, that's actually Coach McGuire's Corvette. Um, Coach Bryant and Coach Killy, they, uh, they came in the Corvette, and they came in a Suburban to come pick us up from the airport. And so, um, I actually, so we were, so we met Coach Killy and Coach Bryant in, like, the kind of a lobby area near the baggage claim. Um, and so, we were kind of, one of the first people off the plane. And so we were waiting for the baggage. And then another one of the coaches came up, his name is Jake. And uh, he kind of, it was supposed to be a surprise, but he came up and he walked up and he, and he asked me if I, if I had seen the Corvette yet, I'm like, Corvette, what Corvette? And so then they're like, Oh, come on, Jake. Like you spoiled the surprise for him. So then I look out the window and I saw it out there with suburban. And so that was kind of funny, but uh, no, that's coach McGuire's Corvette. Um, he gave me some special treatment as far as that goes and let coach Bryant drive me um, back to the hotel and that. Um, and so, no, I didn't get to drive it unfortunately, but um, it was still a fun ride. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the, in due time in due time. I'm sure eventually as the time goes on, maybe you'll get that chance. You break that. So you break that single season passing record, and Coach McGuire would be like, "Jake, you know, just take take her for a spin, Jake. Just take her out there." <laughs> oh man, that's that's awesome. Uh, well, what can you tell us about your visit to Lubbock? You know, what kind of things did they do with you? Not a lot of people are very familiar about what that experience is. Uh, you know, who'd you meet? Where'd you go? Kind of a recap of uh, your high star recruits experience in the eight oh six. Well, it started off with a great plane ride over for about an hour. Um, usually, I mean, the drive isn't too bad. It's about five, four and a half, five hours. But I've been to Lubbock so many times. We're like, hey, let's fly for once. So uh, a <laughs> short plane ride over. Um, uh, and then we landed. And so for those of you who don't know, an official is um, an official visit for a football player is basically where, you know, the the university is able to pay for the recruit or the athlete to come 
look at campus, talk to coaches, that whole thing. And so basically we just started off, got off the plane. We went and had some lunch at um, Blue Sky Burger. don't know if you guys have had it. Good but burger. It was oh, I've heard bomb. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. All the food we had all weekend was really good. Um, so we went and had some lunch. Um, with coach Kitley and coach Bryant. And then we went to the hotel, um, for kind of like a, like a downtime slash meet and greet kind of thing. They had like a little room in the hotel, um, where all the recruits that were coming in, driving, flying in, um, were kind of just hanging out, you know, they had PS4, Xbox, some, some appetizers, that kind of thing. Just, just the time to kind of decompress from any traveling or, or flying and then just kind of getting to talk to each other, you know, saying what's up. And cause most kids haven't been there in a while. So most of us haven't really seen each other in person. So that was kind of a time where we got to actually meet each other in person versus just texting our phone. Um, so that was cool. Got to meet a lot of the great guys um, that were there this weekend. And then some other guys were there that also weren't committed, but one of them has already committed. And so we're about to hopefully tie the knot on another one. Um, and then after that, we went and dinner at uh, had dinner at this place called Evie May's Barbecue. Another oh, taking you to the good spots. This is the that's premier barbecue, my man. <laughs> it was awesome again. <laughs> um, and then after that, we were left with our player hosts, and then all the different kind of recruits just left with their individual player hosts. I had Baron Morton, um, great dude. Had a lot of fun with him. Um, definitely, definitely going to enjoy spending some time with him and then i also got to see tyler out too um had some good conversation with him also and meet a bunch of the other other guys that are already on the team friday night we had our photo shoots and and all that's that fun jazz yeah um so gotta throw that in there so anyways back to saturday um <laughs> so then we had our position meetings um had a, a player panel which is really good for um the the recruits and the families to kind of get talk to the players or really the players to talk to us about their personal experiences um in the program because you know it's a new staff so you kind of get a um a really cut and dry raw version of of uh what their daily experiences are because they're going through it new as well so then um the coaches aren't in that thing so it was that was really um cool because they got to you know just talk freely and and openly it was it was a really good um really good thing for for everybody involved um so then after that we had some downtime and then we went to coach mcguire's house for um quote unquote appetizers it wasn't appetizers <laughs> it was another meal um uh, he had like a food truck and some cornhole and um he had a little basketball hoop at his house so we were playing basketball some kids got in the pool and, and swam and stuff so it was a really good time just to hang out you know talk to each other some more get to know each other some more um for the record i was undefeated in cornhole that day okay and then <laughs> after that we went to bubba 33s for dinner Bubba's the food was phenomenal. Um, great people around. It was funny. Um, we were walking into the patio. We had like the patio area is what they set for us. And we were walking in and this car was driving past and they rolled down their window and somebody yelled Raider. Well, I didn't know this at the time, but if somebody yells Raider, the correct nice. response is power. So he's like Raider, and then all the coaches that were with us, um, and some of the players and stuff, they're all screaming "Power back!" It was it was really funny, um, and they had some cornhole and some kind of like basketball pong kind of thing. Um, so we hung out there for a while, and then after that, we um, we left with our player hosts again, um, 
And then after on Sunday morning, we just had some breakfast. And then by then it was time to go, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like they, there's plenty of activities and, and food for you guys to be had. Um, may, maybe this is your cornhole partner, but is there somebody, either a commit or a recruit, who that you really connected with, the guy that you're really excited to play with or that you just made friends with pretty quickly? Really all of them. I mean, they're, it's we're all just – we like we like I said we've been talking um, in, a, in a group chat and so we kind of already had like that that vibe and that click um, you know we're all cutting up making jokes laughing having fun and then so at that point it was kind of natural nothing was really forced um, and so I mean really all of them is is the answer I hung out uh, my cornhole partner at McGuire's was uh, old Daniel Sill and so we were we were tearing it up and so. There you go. Brother, that is such a quarterback answer. Who's your who's your guy on the team? Everybody. Uh, you know, everybody. Everybody's good, you know. Uh, uh, it takes a whole team to win. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but, I mean, I mean, I, I, you've probably seen it from any interview I may have done if y'all have looked. Or, I mean, Coach McGuire and their staff preach it a lot. It's a giant family, and that is not taken lightly whatsoever. And, it, I mean, we already are a family. As, this is kind of how I see it. Man, I'm glad you bring that up. Uh and I will also say, this is a forewarning, if my memory of any time as a, like a college athlete, they're just going to feed you, bro. They're going to keep feeding you. Eating will become a chore. Just get used to it. Um, exactly. Talk about family. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about in this podcast uh, about Coach McGuire's recruiting style, right? His relationships across the state of Texas, all the things that have propelled Texas Tech into the top 10 of the 2023 recruiting rankings. Jake, you gave your verbal commit way back, like in January. And from our understanding, it was your first Power 5 offer before you got any stars. Like, what does that mean to you? Like, you're sitting there, I mean, a couple years into high school, you've been like tearing it up in your own way. You know how special you are. What does it mean for you for a Power 5 coach to come out before you've even got it like a ranking and to say, you, you, you're our guy? Well, I'll answer the first part of your question. It feels great. I mean, it definitely validates the things that I've been working for pretty much, not pretty much, my entire life. Um, This is something I've always wanted to do, and it's always been one of my dreams, and now it's a goal, and now it's an opportunity. And so it it feels amazing to to have that opportunity, especially with a special university like Tech is, um, with the crazy fan base that they have, just the constant love and support that they show. Um, And really – specifically with coach Kelly, it, it kind of started back when he was at Western Kentucky, um, the summer, the summer going into my junior year. So I committed in January of this year, the summer before that, leading up to that coach Kitley, um, it was during that COVID time. So they couldn't really get out on the road and actually see people in person. Um, so anyways, so coach Kitley offered me at Western Kentucky and that's kind of where our relationship started. And from there, it just kind of kept growing. Um, so that wasn't, I wouldn't say that's the reason, but it's definitely one of many reasons um, as to why I made the decision. Um, going into the process, I, I've all, I had basically when I, when I knew things were starting to become a reality, me and my family sat down and we kind of made a list or a, I call them my wise, but it's like a list that I wrote out of things that I was looking for in a program, things that were kind of non-negotiables that I thought that I was looking for. Right. And so 
I never had a dream college. I never had my parents never went to college. You know, they grew up in a blue collar fashion and worked for everything they had. And so I never really, you know, most kids, they have that, that influence from their parents where they went to school and that thing, but I never had that. So having that list and what I was looking for made everything very simplified, made everything very brief and made everything very much easier than a kid who is, you know, getting all these different opportunities to go play college football. And he's like, where do I start? And so that made it really easy for me to make my decision because tech checked all those things that I was looking for. And so, especially with the quarterback, these spots are very volatile. One day you can have it, one day you can't. I mean, that's for every position, but especially as a quarterback, because they only take one, in rare cases, maybe two per class. And so I knew once I found it, I had to jump on it and I had to hold on to it. Cool. Well, speaking of kind of your recruiting process and your ascension from, you know, a three to four star recruit, what does it mean to you that Coach McGuire saw this in you before it was official? How does Texas Tech feel different from other universities that have contacted you? Texas Tech has been and Coach McGuire's staff has been kind of different in every in every facet that they approach. You know, have you have the generalized way that, you know, people recruit. But the way that they carry themselves, the way that Coach McGuire carries, carries himself, the way that Coach Kitley carries himself, the way that Coach Fitch, the D-line coach, carries himself, the way that Coach Hamby, the offensive line coach, carries himself, it all aligns, it's all defined, and it's all genuine, real, and honest. So when you go there, I say this all the time, it, it's beyond words to describe it. When you go there, it's a feeling that you get when you're around those guys and you, and it's genuine love, care, and passion for their players, for the university, for what they do, it's kind of hard not to fall in love with that. And I definitely did. And every, everybody who's come and, and been a part of it and I've seen it and the list of commits we have, they've all seen it. And so just the, the difference in the way that they go about it, you know, they're not, yeah, they're going to try and get you to come to school, but, Everything that they do speaks for itself. Everything that McGuire talks about, he has proof. He can show you on the spot right then and there. Um, on the official visit, he was talking about um, how an ex-player of his um, had texted him and basically thanked him for what he did. And Coach McGuire you know, told that to us. And this is a player from way down the line who was with him at that other school that he was at, right? <laughs> and uh, – and so just those those little things like that, they just they build up and they add and they show who he is as a person, who he is as a coach, and who he is as a father figure to most of those kids on the team. Hmm. Yeah. I think something I think a theme that we can gather here is that Coach McGuire bets on the future. And if you want to bet on your future Red Raiders, uh, but you don't know where to begin. Call Adam Goldman. Adam is more than just a loyal Texas Tech alum. He's a franchise veteran with over a decade of experience making dreams come true. From owning a business to being a franchisee, Adam has the wisdom and know-how to make your dreams a reality. Sound too good to be true? Let me make it even more unbelievable. Adam will do this pro bono. That's right. That means you don't pay diddly nothing for a consultation. Adam makes money when you make money. And that's a pretty good friend. Unlike, I don't think Dylan. I don't think Dylan would do the same. So stop wasting time. It's long overdue that you put your life and your career into your own hands. Find your perfect franchise at franchisecoach.net. 
That's franchisecoach.net. I, I cannot, I don't have the license to do pro bono work. You know, I, I still, <laughs> still got to make my monies out here. So. <laughs> oh, good. That's fine. That's fair. He would not help me in it. Okay. So, uh, Jake, looking forward, you obviously have a little bit of time before your collegiate career gets going, but I know that your mind is already there, right? What are some tangible things when you're thinking, what are tangible things that Texas Tech fans could expect from you in your first year on campus? And I guess more importantly, what are your expectations for that for that freshman year? Um, some things you can expect from me definitely would be a hardworking kid, a respectful kid. I've been raised in a very traditional fashion, um, work for everything, earn everything, um, and nothing's going to be given to you. So you got to go work your butt off to go get what you're striving to do. Um, I'm definitely a very appreciative kid. I look at things with a different mindset the most um, when it comes to, you know, anything really. Um, and that's credit to my parents. They've raised me very well. Um, they've raised me very well. <laughs> um, and so I think my expectation, obviously when I get there, you know, my expectation for myself and my thought process is, you know, I'm going to go try and win the starting job. Obviously, if it, if I didn't think that way, we, that would be an issue, don't you think? Um, so that's definitely um, a goal that I would definitely set for myself. Um, leading up to that, I'm trying to get myself, I mean, talk about physical, um, physically ready, um, the weight, the size, strength, speed, those things. Um, and then also, mentally and so both aspects of those you know i'm trying to get myself as college ready as i can be that way i'm there the transition is much easier now in reality there are some things that you just can't prepare for you know um but i can do my best and i can do my part to get myself or make that transition as smooth and as easy as possible Kind of, kind of speaking on that, um, you know, what you're doing now and how that's going to prepare you for the future. Um, a lot of people are wondering what kind of game you bring to the field. I don't, I don't think a lot of people have the time like we do to maybe watch the tape. Um, with Coach Kitley at the helm, what's kind of your focal point? Um, what, kind, what has Coach Kitley told you about the offense he plans to run with you potentially at the helm? Well... Definitely one of the things that you can see in Coach Kitley's offense is the explosiveness of it. I mean, all the records he set with Bailey Zappi at WKU this past year speak for itself, right? And then you see those those little spurts and those little um, glimpses into the future during the spring practice that I was at and during the spring game that I was at. Um, and so it's definitely – his offense is predicated around speed – you know, running efficiently, getting yourself in a position to be always successful, right? So as a quarterback, you have the keys to the car. And that offense, you have the keys to the car. You can change the play that to get yourself in a better situation. You know, as a coach, you're not going to be perfect a thousand percent of the time. So having a quarterback to adjust on the fly and adapt your offense to be successful versus whatever defense that may be in front of them in real time and effectively and efficiently it's huge. And so his offense is predicated around, you know, being efficient, being fast. You know, if, if anybody watched, you know, their brand episodes, speed and violence. And so those are some big traits of his offense that um, are definitely showcased. 
<laughs> well, you talk about all these different traits of quarterbacks. Are there any professional quarterbacks, quarterbacks in general, that you want to model yourself after? Um, yes, definitely. Um, there's not one <clears throat> specific um, guy. At least there used to be. Or correct. Who did it used to be? <laughs> it used to be Brett Favre. That's okay. why I wear four. You know, the original gunslinger. Just get out there, throw the ball hard. You know that that whole mentality. Um, but obviously, the game evolves, and you can't do that anymore. So you have to be able to evolve with it. And you know, one of the greats, obviously Tom Brady. He does a great job adapting, evolving with the game, and that's why he's still playing today, right? Um, so you know him. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. You know Josh Allen, Drew Brees. Um, Dan Marino, like all of the, like everywhere across the whole curriculum of the NFL quarterback world, there's something from each guy or each, you know, quarterback that you can take and, and implement to your game. Sometimes, you know, something, something might not work better than another thing, but that's all part of the process. Right. So I kind of look at a, a wide range of guys um, and, and so I'm kind of like a, I, I, I look at a mold and a mesh of all of these different things to, to help improve myself as, as much as I can. I like That's that really, you, uh, you mm-hmm. throw it back, even to guys like Dan Marino. I mean, yeah. I, you're not, you're not old enough to have watched Dan Marino. How do you, do you, you get on <laughs> no. YouTube or how does that happen? Um, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I just kind of have a, I just, I mean, I guess, yeah, YouTube or just knowing, talking to people, um, that's kind of how I learn about uh, the older style. I mean, Joe Montana, he's obviously one of the greats too. Um, and so, I don't know, I guess just kind of talking to different people and hearing about them. And actually, I just remembered this. There was a time in elementary school where we had some kind of presentation or project to do. And I did it on like NFL history quarterbacks. I don't even remember what the whole point of the presentation was or what. So I guess that's probably where a lot of my knowledge comes from was <laughs> that presentation. Thank you, elementary school. Well, it's, what's fascinating about that is that, you know, a lot of quarterbacks, I think, find their own style in deciding to emulate others. I remember Patrick, uh, an interview that was done with Mahomes was, you know, he wants to be like, you know, this person and this person and this person. And it was kind of frustrating in a lot of ways trying to emulate somebody else's throwing pattern and all these things. But then, you know, all of a sudden, Patrick's like, wait a minute, I can sling this thing sideways and it goes pretty far. Nobody else is doing that. Uh, and now you look as he's making bukus of money and he's winning Super Bowls. Hey, you know, maybe I need to start throwing the ball from my hip. Maybe that's the key here. Uh, so I love that. I think it's a really good starting point to just kind of find your niche you know you gotta you gotta figure out what does and what does not work but i think you know uh, come your junior year man you're gonna be developed in this like this you'll have like a name for it or something but the strong technique would be pretty cool but it'd be like your own unique quarterbacking style and that's what's going to be most effective and we're really excited for it um but jake we can't say like how grateful we are that you spent some time with us today but but this is tortillas and takes and i think we've chowed our way through enough tortilla what do you think? Uh, so where does that leave us? That's right. It is time to put you through the ringer. We're going to ask you a few quick hit questions, and you can say whatever you want, man. You know, you won't get in trouble here, but you cannot defend your answers. Are you ready? Ooh, okay. Let's go. All right, brother. Who would you rather have to arm wrestle, Coach Kitley or Coach McGuire? Coach Kitley. <laughs> Dallas or Fort Worth? Fort Worth. <laughs> 
Okay, you got to get lunch with any starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Who is it? Tom Brady. Who is the most interesting player that you have met at Texas Tech? Uh, there's a few of them. Um, no, you can't you answer one, everybody. Brother. You got to pick one. Brother. Uh, you can't just rapid fire. Answer. Let's go. Uh, this was your rapid fire. I know. Uh, we'll say. We'll say uh, Caleb Rogers. All right. Period. What's the best restaurant in your hometown? My hometown. What's here? Uh, Mule Barn. What's here? The boy doesn't. What was that? Mule Barn. Mule Barn. All right. Now I know where to go. And finally, corn or flour tortillas? Flour. <laughs> that that oh, is Jake. His face said everything. <laughs> that is Jake Strong, everybody. Thank you so much, Jake, again, coming on. Uh, thank you, listeners, for tuning in. We ain't stopping anytime soon with our interviews. We keep bagging more. So keep an eye out for those as they come along. For Jake, for Dylan, our producer, and Wonderboy, who got this all set up. Thank you so much, Dylan. Uh, this is Jeremy. You have been listening to the official podcast of Red Raider Sports, part of the 1012 Network. That is Tortillas and Takes. Stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network.